Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier We'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at qu- uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforce network, our Twitter, at tforce network, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinity force podcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforce podcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try and force in some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. Boys are second to none Now that's the end of the intro It's time we've begun Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Trinity Force Podcast. Uh, I am, as always, your host, N.A. Eric, and this is episode 781. So as you can see, it is just me. Um, uh, Everyone else has some life stuff going on. Some people are sick with COVID, so we wish them... um, We wish them good health, but... Uh, yeah, it is me. I'm also dealing with some health stuff, as you can probably hear in my voice. It sounds a little more nasally than normal. 
Um, I got my fourth COVID shot, so my second booster against the subvariants of Omicron uh, yesterday evening, and it is kicking my ass, I will say. Um, not as bad as when I got my second shot, but this one is, uh, it's doing work. Um, so yeah, uh, it's not great, but I will say that it's important for, um, everyone to go get one. Um, the more people that we have vaccinated, the better that we can all be in, or the more open we can all be in society. Um, you don't have to take my word for it. You can go look at CDC stuff, but, um, we're not here to talk about diseases. We're here to talk about League and Patch 12.18. I realize I was slouching in my chair a little bit. Sorry. Um, patch 12.18 provisionally. Normally, we would be addressing the... Uh, we address the patches with the official notes, which for this would come out around uh, Tuesday of next week, so like five or six days. I'm recording this on Thursday the 15th. Um, but yeah, so uh, instead of covering this then... Um, because there are so many staff, uh, podcast, um, not departures, uh, conflicts with schedule, we decided to, uh, well, I decided to change the ordering so that now we're going to talk about this, go through this, go through question of the week. And then next week, we're going to dive all into the world's draw. Um, plans might have started, might start by then. I think they start on the 28th, actually. So it won't start by then, but we'll talk plans. We will talk group stage. We will make predictions. Um, it's going to be fun, and we'll have the full cast back. I know that Fenrir watches an absolute uh, buttload, to use the, the technical sensitive term, um, of pro. I watch a whole bunch of pro as well. I know that Kybe watches a decent amount of LCS. I don't know if he watches other regions. Bomo watches some as well. John watches some. So the whole crew watches some. We'll see how many of them we can get. Um, as I said, some people are sick right now, and others have other life conflicts. I'm sure I will feel better by then, because the COVID shot symptoms usually last two days. And every time I've had my other three, they were uh, they were also like two days or so, except for the soreness in my arm. The first time, that was for like a solid, oh, excuse me, solid like five days. And that was not fun. Um, it made it painful to like lift up anything, but this is already feeling a lot better. Last or Earlier today and last night, it was like, a real fucking struggle to try and like lift my arm. Ugh. But it feels getting better now. I have body aches though. I've been lethargic all day. Um, I'm a little stuffy as you can hear that came on uh, around like lunchtime or so. And um, I've taken a couple naps. I slept in. Uh, yeah. It's not as bad as some of the other ones, but this one is kicking my ass. I had a fever on and off too, some chills. Um, so I have a blanket right here on the couch in case I get a little chilly. Right now I feel a little warm, so I'm not wearing it, but yep. So um, anyways, that's how real life has been for me. Um, I have decided not to attend Worlds. I know that there was some discussion about uh, me and or other podcasters um, going to semifinals in Atlanta. Uh, while I can't speak for anyone else, I believe that Kybe and Bomo are going to be attending the semifinals. Uh, I believe that they've made arrangements to do that. So if anyone's going to be going to those, feel free to reach out to them and coordinate 
Uh, maybe we'll get some sort of a, a TFN club me, uh, meetup or something. Probably not during the uh, because during the event because people already bought tickets and shit, but beforehand and or afterwards. So reach out to them and do that. I know John is not going to attend. Uh, I believe he's not going to attend. I have decided not to because it's just too expensive and I can't afford it um, with other holiday travel that I'd like to do. And um, and I don't know about Fenrir, so don't know. But we will report all on that next week as well. So um, yeah. But let's talk. Uh, let's talk question of the week first, and then we'll get into this patch right here. So, our previous question of the week was, uh, "What champs do you want to see at Worlds?" And we got a few responses. This one was pretty good. Um, so, Kangajur offered quite a few stuff. He said one of them. Uh, one of his comments was, "Lulu plus Cho'Gath wants to see the big Yoshi. That would be really cool. Seeing gigantic Cho'Gath is fucking awesome." Um, won't see Cho'Gath, probably. Lulu, yes. Uh, but not Cho'Gath, I don't think. Um, Kangadru also said, Bard always opens the door for creative plays and interesting roams. Very true. And we've seen Bard a couple of times. I think we saw him in LCK. I'm sure he, I'm sure he was played in LPL at some point. Um, but yeah, not a lot of that. Vayne is another one he said. Uh, love watching great ADCs play Vayne. So much micro-movements and quick decision-making. Um, shout out to the best Vayne player I personally know, Dan Man. I'm sure that you can attest to that. But yeah, um, Vayne players are... Really good Vayne players are scary. Uh, I am not a very good Vayne player, so I am not scary at the champion. But um, yeah, Vayne... I know that we saw that some. I think we saw Deft play that, and Deft is... Uh, he made it to Worlds. He's on DRX. Um, and so they're in the play-ins in the, I think in the easier group of play-ins, I'm not quite sure, but they're in play-ins there. Um, I don't know if Guma has played Vayne at all, though I'm not doubting at all that he absolutely could. Uh, I don't think Ruler has, I'm trying to think of the ADCs, I'm not sure about any LPL. Um, I don't think Vayne was played much at all in the LEC nor in LCS, but I could be wrong. There might have been times when they're brought out. Vayne was sometimes a response to Zeri that I saw earlier on, but um, haven't seen her all that much of recent. But uh, especially with the way that they're trying to um, move the ADC Worlds meta, I don't think we'll see Vayne. Um, but maybe if Anila gets picked or something, that's kind of a free lane for Vayne, in my opinion. Um, and then Kennen, a good Kennen ult from an unexpected angle is so hype. I'm sure we'll see Kennen. Kennen's already being played in LCS in the playoffs. He was already being played in, uh, uh, I don't know if he's played in LEC all that much, but I'm sure that he was or had the ability to be picked in LCK. He was being picked in LPL. I'm sure. Oh, I saw also that he's being picked. I'm sure he'll be there. Um, which means that Silas will be played as well because Orn is in the meta. Um, There's a lot of good ultimates. Probably Hecarim is going to be back as well. So uh, that means Silas is going to be back. We're going to be seeing a lot of crazy team fighting. Um, okay, Jigglyduff said Singed. Uh, I mean, we all know about Lehens, the support for Gen G playing um, into Zeri and Yumi. He plays support Singed, and it's disgusting. But other than him, I don't think we'll see it, honestly. Um, Kiana, maybe in some play-ins we might see it, uh, from maybe Chiefs from the OPL, um, well, the Australian, I don't know what is that, the Oceanic, uh, something, something, um, I don't know, um, whatever Oceania's region, like the acronym stands for, we might see it come out of uh, Vietnam, perhaps. We could see it maybe come out of one of the minor regions um, in LLA or uh, 
Brazil or something, perhaps. Asol, no. Nope. Nope. Won't get played. Especially because he's getting reworked, but nope. Um, and then we have another person says, full dive bomb comp with Kaisa and Vex. Yumi or engage support, engage jungler, and an all-in top laner. So he's talking about like face first, just like fucking throw your face into them and, and see if you win. And you either win the fight or you don't. Um, those are definitely going to be played. No doubt about it, those types are. Now, if you'll see those exact ones, eh, maybe not. I don't think Kaisa Yumi is something you'll see, but Kaisa Nautilus for sure. Vex is... Uh, I mean, it depends on who will play her. I know Showmaker's played her some. Faker might pull it out. Um, LPL mid laners play Vex as well. I don't. I haven't seen it in LEC. Um, from the games I've seen, all split. I mean, I'm sure there was some early. There was some earlier on, but I haven't seen much since then. Um, so, yeah. And then front to back. And then uh, we also got one more comment: front to back team fight, more like back to back. <laughs> so if both teams fly into the back to side, then you basically just flop or flop. Uh, not flop. Swap sides. So. Yeah, we'll probably see some of that. But th those were those questions, so thank you for providing that. Um, the new question of the week that I came up with is, which group draw do you think is the toughest? Which uh, group of death um, and why? So I'd like to see uh, which of the, you know, A, B, group 1, 2, 3, or 4, A, B, C, or D, I don't remember how they're actually classified um, in the group stage, but also in the planes, which is the toughest group? Um and then, uh, yeah, which of the two is the toughest group in planes as well? And then, you know, defend why you think so. Don't just say, you know, the uh, group A, group C, whatever. Tell us why. Um, yeah, so that's the new one. I'll post that right after this episode. But yeah, so now let's get into what's on the screen in front of you besides my beautiful face with these bags under my eyes because I didn't sleep very well. Um Provisional patch 12.18. So this is a competitive patch as well. This is not meant to do much to solo queue. It is meant to address pro play, though if stuff happens to solo queue, then it's a byproduct of it. They're not focusing on that. This is meant to be pro play specific so they can change up, um, except for Udyr. Udyr is disabled for worlds, so anything that happens to Udyr here when I go over it will be only for solo queue and you know non-pro play, whenever you're playing Udyr in. Um, so yeah. First change that we have, well, the first buff is Ash. Her Q attack speed, as you can see, it's going up at all ranks. It's 5% at rank 1 uh, and 15% uh, rank 3. So this does a little bit early, but it does a lot more later. I still don't think that this is that big of a deal because you're not picking Ash for insane attack speed. If you're trying to, you're picking Ash for the utility that she brings with her W, the constant slows and the pokes. You're picking her, especially if you're playing her in support, which support Ash is totally viable and picked. Um, support Ash for sure is going to be, I would assume it's going to be played, but support Ash does not give a shit about this because support Ash is building uh, Mandate, um, then Muramana quite often. She's building Kempok Chainsword. She's building, I mean, if you get to more items, then I, I don't know. I haven't seen them get that far maybe you're not maybe you're not building mandate maybe you're building eclipse or something or you're building dust blade i don't know you might get an axiom arc perhaps uh i don't think that would be very good but you could um so yeah and occasionally i'm gonna be drinking just to keep hydrated since it is just gonna be me talking for 45 minutes maybe an hour plus i don't know <sighs> okay so um 
this doesn't do much for support ash, though it helps everything. Um, ADC ash, or if you play her in a solo lane, maybe, but um, yeah, this is much bigger because she does generally go either Kraken Slayer or Shield Bow, though um, that would be game specific. I don't know if you'd go Gale Force ever. I don't think there's that much of a reason why you're already able to kite out and you have a lot of um, utility between the Enchanted Crystal Arrow, the Hawk Shot, and the Volley, plus your autos all slowing. Um, and generally on Ash, I think you're taking uh, Yellow Tree, uh, so Precision Tree with Lethal Tempo, and whatever minor runes you want for the situation, and then you're usually taking the Inspiration Tree for maybe free boots, or you could take Biscuits if you need it. Pro players are going to take Biscuits, I'm sure. Um, and then Approach Velocity, because you're constantly slowing and stuff like that. So, And there's a lot of CC in the meta right now as well. Um, so Approach Velocity is very good on her. Level 1 Ash is terrifying. You cannot... Uh, fuck with Ash level one. If you're just in like a pre-minion skirmish in the river or so, I've seen it go south so many times. Um, yep, so Ash, we'll see. Um, I can't look at stats all that much. I guess I could I could see how she is right now. I don't think that she's going to go up all that much from here. Uh, but let me see. Right now, she's at a 50% win rate or so. Um, about balanced. And so then, yeah, it looked like people are building Lethal Tempo and whatever runes sit the si uh, fit the situation. And then the best builds are taking Approach Velocity, Shocking Magical Footwear. I could see you maybe skipping that if you're wanting to instead get GA, but GA on ADCs is not all that great if you want to understand why. Um, LS has great videos talking about it. Basically, like I would say, don't build GA on a champion unless um, they wake up well. So once they come back up out of the resurrection, are they going to immediately get squashed? Um, or are they going to be able to either A, get away, or B, turn some of the fight and do a bunch of damage, or heal and kill people and actually provide value? Um, people like Zeri, Ash, uh immobile ADCs, Caitlyn, Misfortune, like, no, don't, no, don't, don't build it. Um, the only time that it really makes sense to do it uh, is as, like, a win harder type of thing, or, like, a, you're already so far ahead that you don't need to, um, you're already so far ahead that you don't need to, you know, get more and more damage. You just need to keep your lead and push it continually and not give up ground. And so that's when you can use it as to kind of choke them out. That's a GA item. Because if you're the carry, if you're the hard carry, and you have a bunch of enchanters as Ash, for example, then uh, people are they can't kill you. They finally, they use everything. There's a Malphite ultimate, a Vi ultimate. There's Silas jumping in, you know, and then, I don't know, Samir or something. Okay, they finally kill you. But then they've used everything, and your team cleans them up. Then... Um, then GA makes sense, but it's it's not a get every game type of thing. Uh, on any champion, I wouldn't think the only ones I can think it makes sense a lot of the time would be um, how people are playing Vi in the pro meta. You could get it on pretty often because if she's an old bot, you jump in and you use your you have Tempunk and then you have a tank item um, and you're jumping in. But champions that are good with it, I would say, would be like Yone has great wake up. Um, uh, Ezreal has decent wake-up for an ADC, but I would still say probably skip that for other items. Um, you could take that on Aatrox, has great wake-up. Um, Renekton, even though I don't like the champion, has pretty good wake-up. So just like consider that when you're doing GA. But um, anyways, enough about 
GA specifically here. Uh, so that's Ash. Then Thresh. Um, so we can ask Fenrir about how these actually feel since he is a Thresh aficionado. Uh, HP growth up by 5, so it's 120 per level, which means you're talking about an extra 90 health at level 18. So you're probably talking about an extra 50 or 60 health in the game effectively because supports aren't really getting above like level 13 or 14 at most in pro games. Um, so yeah, I'm also going to, it's getting a little warm in here. I need to put this candle out because um, that's providing extra heat that I can't deal with. Um, okay, as well as the E damage, so just the base damage, not on the... Not on the empowered auto, I don't think. I think this is just his base damage. It's was it's up by 10 at rank 1, up by 30 rank 5. Uh, so that'll probably be 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 is probably how it's going up. And this is good because I believe a lot of the time this is Thresh's first max. Um, it could be W max, it could be Q max. Totally depends on how the person plays it. Um, but this generally is Thresh's first max. And this is gonna be nice i mean it never hurts to get this sort of stuff this isn't really i don't think what stops thresh from being good right now he struggles with enchanters being in the meta a lot um and the adcs that are good right now uh being you know like zeri um uh sivers really good you have misfortunes really good you have lucian's really good like thresh doesn't pair super well with all of them. He's not needing... It's not like Jinx is really good. It's not like Aphelios is really strong. Um, I mean, Samira is strong if you pair her well, but it's not also... Not being paired with Thresh is not the answer there. Zaya is good. You could pair Zaya with Thresh, but Zaya is situational. So it's... I don't know. Thresh is not the the blind pick god that he was when his stats were too high and then when people weren't counting picking against him but also he's just not as valuable as he used to be especially with the durability update i don't think so yep um thresh right now if i had to guess is sitting at like a 38 percent win rate or not 38 48 okay 49 not terrible but yeah like he's losing to swain Okay, so mages in Swain, Brand, Velkaz, Terex, weird case, and then enchanters of Renata, Bard, Amumu's an engager. Okay, I can see how that doesn't work. Mage, engager. Yeah, he's just like not the cream of the crop right now. Um, I would say, unless you're really good, shy away from Thresh generally until he comes back into being a bit better. Or the ADCs that he pair with is more important that he's better. So, yep, Lee Sin getting six more health growths. So we're talking about uh, 60 plus six times seven. We're talking 142 extra. No, no, no. We're talking 102 extra health per uh, 108, sorry, 108 extra growth, or maybe 102, no, it'd be 102, extra health throughout the game, okay, that doesn't do anything, that's one auto, but by the time you get 100 extra health, that's, what, three autos from a mage, or you're gonna have armor, so that's, like, a third of, an like, a, a lethality ADC hitting you, or something, I don't know, that's an Aatrox auto, uh, mid to late game, one just like a normal auto. That's not a crit Kate. That's not any. I don't know uh, crit MF. That's not going to be anything like that. Callista, maybe that would stop some of her stuff, but doesn't do much. I don't think it helps Top Lee Sin all that much either. And then W Vamp is going up at max rank by four percentage points, and this doesn't change anything for Jungle Lee Sin at all. 
He doesn't need health or the vamp in the jungle. If you know what you're doing, you can clear the jungle healthily and you can get around um, in top lane. This might help a little bit. You could still pair him down with Senna and flex him in bot lane. Don't think people are going to do that all that much. I know Carry has played Lee Sin as, uh, a couple times, and Guma's played Gumiyushi from T1, I'm talking about, have played uh, Senna Lee Sin a couple times. I don't know how much has been played outside of them. I didn't see it at all in the LCK. I don't. I didn't monitor LPL, and I doubt it was played in uh, LCS or LEC. So we'll see. Lee Sin right now, I guess, 48 again. 45! Holy mother of God. So he needs something. I think he really just needs a rework, though, because this champion's kit is outdated. His physical, he, he looks very outdated, too, when you're playing against him or playing as him. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. He, he'll he be there because people are going to be like, I'm I'm comfortable on Lee Sin. They've banned away a bunch of good stuff. Just pick me Lee Sin. But I would encourage people, don't play Lee Sin. Pick other stuff. It's hardly, it's I, I would say, hardly ever the right pick. Um but yeah, and this next buff is big. Nasus, uh, W attack speed slow. It was 50% of movement speed. Now, are, uh, the attack speed slow is 50% of the move speed slow. Now it's 75% of the move speed slow. That's weirdly written. How does that actually work? Let me see. Um, let's see, his W, uh, details, so, Nasus ages the target champion by fast, slowing them by 35 seconds and crippling them by half that amount, um, both increasing every second over the duration, okay, so it was half, uh, so now the slow is 95%, this is going to change to be 75% of these numbers instead of this, so it's going to be the, the move speed not changing at all. The attack speed going down going to be changed significantly. So what? what's 75% uh, calculator? I'm looking on this screen right here. We're talking 95 times 0 0.75. This is going to be a 71% attack speed at max rank. So you're getting this level 8, level 9 on support Nasus. This isn't going to change top lane Nasus at all. But Jesus Christ, this is insanity. Um, oh my god. Uh, this is nuts. This is a huge, huge, huge buff. Um, support Nasus is only good in specific spots. I don't know when top Nasus is all that good. I would think against like Yorick it would be good because you could just instantly nuke his things and you could just sit there and brawl against him. But there's a lot of times when top is not all that good. But uh, you could play him AP just shove mid. But support Nasus is going to be good against Zeri, who's in the meta. And didn't get nerfed at all this patch, so what the fuck. And Callista, who is getting nerfed this patch, and we'll talk about it, but not by a significant amount. Um, and she's also going to be good, at, or he's also good against Sivir. I mean, it's decent against Sivir. Um, but, and Sivir also didn't get nerfed, so we're not changing the pool. Terrible against a lot of mages supports, but people aren't playing mage supports. Um, but specifically, Nasus does very well into quite a few things. Um, or into a few things. And those things will be picked. We'll see if Nasus is going to be um, actually uh, picked at Worlds. So, yep. And let me look right now. What are we doing? Probably 50? Oh, 48.6 in top lane. Support Nasus. 42. It's, you can't... It's ugh, It doesn't make sense. But yeah, okay. He loses to all these mages. Totally. Um, 
yeah, level nine, you have, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, you could max E, you could max W, but no. Also, don't use Locket. Locket's a bad item. Don't use Locket. Do Mandate, do uh, Moonstone, do something else. Um, Locket's a bad item. Don't play it. Don't build Locket on hardly anyone. Um, so, yep. Uh, okay, so that's Nasus. Miss Fortune getting a nerf. She got uber buffed and then got micro, or then got hotfixed nerfed, like, there's a couple hours later because they made her way too strong. They removed the W buffs that they had, and now they're decreasing her durability and her damage. So her HP growth is down by four. So that means she has uh, 40. Um, four times seven is. Oh my god, I can't even fucking. Like, my brain is not working. Why can't I think of this right now? Four times seven. 28. We're talking about. Uh, 68 less health. She's, this doesn't change. This isn't going to make her die when she wasn't going to before. 68 damage is not a big deal. If we're talking about like 168, sure, but like 68, no. Um, and then her AD growth down by 0.3. So we're talking about 0.3 times 17, five AD less, whatever. This does nothing, uh, to her. She's still going to bully you out in lane, be fine in mid game and then be like, if you can position well, good in late game. Uh, nuke people with crit. Uh, and lethality is still going to be good. So, yeah. And if you're playing... A okay, if you're playing support MF, you're playing AP MF, this probably hurts more because you're not building AD to compensate for that. Or maybe you're building mana immune, but um, your HP growth will hurt as well because you're an E bot and an alt bot. You're not doing anything with your W or your Q all that much. So, yeah. Uh, Misfortune is way too strong right now. She has a 53% win rate. That was even better uh, before. So this was before they made the changes. This patch, she's already been nerfed once. Now going into the next patch, she'll be nerfed again. Um, wow, she actually has a 42. Yeah, so... Ooh, jungle MF. 16%. Nice. Um, yeah, she's very good and one of the most picked ADCs. So... She's going to get slightly worse, but not really that much worse. Callista losing 40 base health. <sighs> I don't know. This doesn't make Callista any worse, really. I mean, it makes her a little bit less, a little bit more vulnerable. That's, um, she'll die from one fewer auto now, uh, early game, but she's still out, out uh, brawling you level one. So yeah. Okay. I need to turn on the AC in here. I'm starting to sweat. I'm going to mute my microphone. I will be back in one second. Okay, sorry about that, folks. Um, cool, so Callista doesn't change all that much. Uh, let me see. I bet she's like at a 47 right now because it's really hard to play her. 48? Okay, she's... Yeah, I, she deserves a nerf. Callista and Mumu is a nasty combo. Callista Taric is quite good. You could play... I mean, they played Callista Soraka in uh, LCS. Don't... I mean, Soraka's fine. Like She's a great champion, but she's not a good pairing with Callista specifically. Um, 
I mean, I guess Callista gets you through the early game, and then Soraka kind of carries you later, but no, just play, play like, Soraka Seraphine, or just Soraka anything else. Don't play it with Callista, please. Um, Hecarim, now, so Hecarim it just got uber buffed, and now he's getting uber nerfed. Um, wow. So I thought his win rate would be higher. He is a fucking menace right now. Uh, it's disgusting. He is running over games that, once he gets a small lead, he is running over everything. Um, I'm just curious. Oh, he has a, see some games and has a bot lane ADC. But, yeah, uh, I wouldn't do this. It's Conqueror is much better. Generally, people are playing Conqueror. He is nutso. Um, yeah, once he gets a lead, it's really hard to stop him. And he's... He, they basically changed him so that he's win harder now. Uh, yeah, you see, like, if you go QWE, it's 58% win rate. That's absurd. So, yeah, and he's picked a ton. I would wager he's the most picked jungle. Let's see. Jungle pick rate. Boom. Hecarim, 17%. He was at, like, 4 or 5% before this patch. That's a fucking absurd. Why is Lee Sin? Oh, my God, Lee Sin. That shows you how bad the champion is if he's picked 10% of the time, and he's still... Not even winning 46% of his games. God. You have a 10 per Like, oh my god, that spread is nasty. Generally, any champion that you play, you're going to have a... Like, you're going to win 55% of your games against Lee Sin. Oh my god, dude. Um, but yeah, Hecarim, nasty. So, they buffed his... They buffed his... They nerfed his E before. His E is now not being changed at all. They didn't touch his ultimate in the last patch. They made his W so that he now... They increased the... They made the cooldown no longer scale down with levels. So it was always at the rank 1 cooldown of 14 seconds. But the healing wasn't touched and he got uh, up to 30 armor and MR while it was active for 4 seconds. So now they're decreasing the healing on it. Um, from 30% plus 2.5% per 100% bonus AD. Now 25%, so it's losing 5%, uh, 25% plus 2%, 2% per 100 bonus AD. So he's losing 5% of the flat healing plus, and this is healing done, or damage done by anyone while in there, I believe it is. Um, let me quickly look. What is it here? It's of damage nearby enemies take from Hecarim and his allies. Yes, so it doesn't matter who does the damage. Um, he's healing from it, which is a crazy mechanic. I don't know of anything else that's like that in the game. But, um, yeah. So his sustain is going to be slightly worse. Um, this isn't that big of a deal. The big thing is he heals a shit ton with Conqueror and with Sunder. So this is going to help a little bit with that. But... Yeah, um, and then his Q bonus AD ratio down 5%, so they buffed it up, I think, from 90 to 95, so they're reversing that. The Q ramping damage, it was 4% per 100 bonus AD before this pat, like when they buffed it to that. Now it's going from 6 to 5, so they're partially reverting that. Um, now you can have three charges, though, so this can go up to plus 15% per 100 bonus AD, as opposed to plus 18%. Um, while his Q is going around and you're spinning that thing every like second and a half. Uh, it's, it's nasty. Um, okay. So if you enjoy the murder pony, go play Hecarim. I personally don't, I ban it. Uh, but yeah. Rost. So red cane is getting changed. Blue cane getting no changes at all. So red cane, just Q getting nerfed. It was, so he would do, it was 5%. Now it's 3.5% of the Q, uh, HP percent damage 
So it was 5% per 100 bonus AD, now it's 3.5%. So his Q is going to do less damage when he has more damage. So this is targeting those variants where you're seeing Red Cane build Assassin, he's building Prowler's Claw, and Ghostblade or Eclipse, and just like nuking people, and it's disgusting. Um, he shouldn't be played that way. They should. I like this to change to make it less viable. Um, Red Cane should be Bruiser, Blue Cane, they, they need, like, he's a problematic champion to balance, I get it, but uh, they need to pigeonhole each of the two build paths, I believe, personally. I do, I am a fan of build diversity, but, or, or of champion diversity in build paths and such, but not when it comes at the expense of, uh, not when it comes at the expense of him being a terror in ways that they're not really designed for. I like the idea of adding AP ratios to AD abilities and vice versa as well, adding build diversity, but Kane has two distinct build paths, and so that's why I think it's more okay to pigeonhole him. But, yep, so, yeah. Um, I don't think this changes all that much, though, for Kane. I think Blue Kane is much more popular. Don't see Red Kane nearly that much, I don't think. Uh, okay, apparently it's more popular. Although, this, it's hard to tell. Um, U.GG still doesn't have uh, a... Or, I don't know of any stats site yet, has a Red Cane or Blue Cane tracker. Apparently, Riot used to track... Or started tracking that last year. And it's not implemented into anything here. But once we could see if it's Red Cane or Blue Cane, that would be very good to see. Um, he's the second most popular jungler. Makes sense that he has roughly a 50% win rate. The people that are good with him are going to be really good with him. The people that are bad with him are not going to do him justice. So... Yeah, um, Lulu. Hey, someone that uh, we think is going to be at Worlds. Actually, we know is going to be at Worlds. Sorry, um, Lulu. Oh my God, I have to keep sticking up because my camera is like there. Okay, cool. Oh, I can slouch a little bit now. Um, Lulu, the W move speed on. I think this is yeah. This is when you empower an ally, not when you use it on an enemy. Uh, Thirty percent to twenty-five percent. So slightly less move speed fine and the polymorph duration on an enemy is uh it was 1.25 to 2.25 on ability now it's 1.2 to 2.0 0.05 seconds does nothing this is that the polymorph thing is absolute fucking garbage that's placebo does nothing the move speed on the w that's something for sure and then the cooldown going up by two seconds late okay i could see that mattering um i don't know her skill order honestly uh, and I wonder how this, this wouldn't affect top Lulu all that much, I don't think, but support Lulu has a 49% pit. She's very popular. I did not realize Lulu was this popular, but, um, we're talking E, W, Q. So yeah, W is the polymorph and E is the shield. Um, W empowers attack speed as well. So this is less good for Lulu Cog, Lulu Zeri, Lulu, um, Lulu Siver. They're making her combos less nasty and i love it that sounds great um and then yeah i don't i don't know i don't think this is going to change her that much she's going to get a little worse um but remember don't always follow the skill priorities here yes it's most popular but make it situational to each game um yeah so i will still see her at worlds i think this won't kick her out i'll just make her a little bit worse um nocturne so they just buffed nocturne they just buffed his passive and now they're nerfing him so his ad growth is going down by 0.5 so he's gonna have nine less ad at level uh at level 18 or 
8.5. So if we look at Nocturne here, so 51.25% win rate, mid lane and top lane, yeah, okay, still nothing. 51.25 when you're building, they're building him as Bruiser Nocturne. Yeah, okay. With Lethal Tempo, it can be very good as, and it's very, Nocturne is one of these champions that is much better in coordinated play compared to, sorry, I forgot to silence my phone. One second here. Um, oof, my bad. Very unprofessional team. Ah. Um, uh, okay, cool. Sorry about that. My bad. Um, yep, but uh, he, yeah, he's, He's one of these champs that is much better when you're playing in coordinated. So Clash, he's a lot more popular than when you're playing in solo queue. In Flex, he's a lot more popular. In you know pre-made draft and norms, yes. Uh, you don't see him all that much in solo queue. 5% pick rate here. Um, in pros, he's already being picked in mid lane and in jungle. I've seen him in multiple regions being picked in mid lane and in jungle. So he's already got flex potency. I don't know if they're going to play him top lane. It totally depends on matchups, but um, I could see it for sure. I bet every time we see it, though, it's not going to be Lethality. It's going to be Bruiser. But yeah. Um, so let's see. Last patch, he was 48.6. Now it's 51.25. I think they like what they did with his passive, making it... Um, God, making it uh, decrease a little bit faster. So it was one second off of his passive at all, everything. Um, that's what they did before. So this caused... A 3% increase in win rate. What did the pick rate change by? It doubled, so that's a problem. People who were playing him before were doing okay. Not great, but they were doing okay. Now those same people are playing him and doing much better, and then there's new people picking him up, so his win rate is actually going to be, like, if it was true, give it another patch. If you didn't, another patch or two, if you don't touch him, then 53, probably, 52 and a half. That's a problem. I like that change. Um, okay, and then Maokai. So his passive healing is apparently was too much um, out of the... Well, this hurts top lane, really, that one. Um, and support, I guess, because in jungle, you're already healing a lot. Uh, it's going down from 4.8 to 14%. I believe it's of your max health. Let me look. Maokai wiki. Um... I believe it's of your max health. Yeah, uh, heal him for that. Um, max health after a brief delay. Okay, cool. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, it um, that's of his max health. So he's going to heal slightly less. Uh, this matters in later game team fights, but early on doesn't change all that much because the healing is very negligible early. His Q bonus monster damage as well is, whoa, that's a big buff early. Holy Christ. That's actually 40 at all ranks. Wow. Wow. That's big. People still aren't going to play him in the jungle all that much, I don't think, but... Wow, are they going Q-Max? They are going Q-Max. That's a big deal. You're getting that down to... Uh, you're getting that down pretty fast, and that's 40 extra damage. I don't know how that affects his clear, but that's a big deal. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, yep. Um, so then it's 80 to 160 uh, now. Well, it will be when the patch goes live. EAP ratio is down by point... Or it's down by 2.5%. Not a big deal. He's still building tank. Um, they're just further disincentivizing him to be support. 
or to be uh, if you're going to build support don't build him the mandate demonic is what they're trying to get rid of here um, and then the e empowered ap ratio is five percent so it's basically just in line because the, when it's empowered it does double the ap damage now it is doing um it's just reflective of that so his ap is worse all the way around um i don't think we'll see maokai at worlds honestly um maybe in plans but that's about it they're probably playing him scrims we're never going to see the light of day on that um we might hear about it later on that they've been playing him scrims he might show up next year uh next year or so in leagues but no people aren't going to take the time to learn him right now which is really sad so yeah um oh excuse me Okay, so Udir is getting some adjustments. His health per level is down by 8. So we are looking at uh, 8 times 17 per level. 136 health less. Doesn't matter because he already builds a lot of health. This doesn't change all that much. I mean, it makes him slightly less durable, but not a huge deal. His armor per level is down by 0 0.5. So we're talking about 9 armor less. 9 armor because you're building armor in your kit unless you're on full glass cannon but you're building armor so this doesn't do much um this really doesn't it's such a small percentage of your overall armor it helps i mean early but quite often if you're playing if you're building him getting armor you're probably playing him in top lane and then you're getting tabbies or something like that if you're playing him in jungle you're getting sunfire first or maybe you're getting frostfire or something maybe triforce if you're crazy but uh generally people are going are going sunfire and sunfire gives a good amount of armor so losing once you have it at level nine um you're losing 4.5 armor whatever that does nothing um you're probably going to be taking like one or two percent more damage from ad sources and then as the game goes on that's going to be less and less so that doesn't do much at all his q uh now the mana cost interesting um they didn't change the mana cost on anything else just his q so 45 to 28 before now it's just 20 first two hits gain 50 attack range um which was the case so he used to gain the attack range when he would empower that ability or awaken it uh now it's always whenever you do it and then awakened version deals more it does an additional 2.5 uh, 2 to 5 percent um plus 0.03 percent bonus ad max health physical damage on the first two attacks and then there's like lightning that comes down on the target and two or three surrounding targets i believe let me look at the wiki to see here uh udir let's see um it is yeah uh up to three nearby visible enemies so it's like three you can hit up to four you can hit then uh if there's four krugs you can hit one of them and it bounces to all of them you can hit some of the raptors you can hit all the wolves you can hit four people or like a lot of a minion wave whatever but um yeah so it's gonna do it's gonna do 0.002 percent more ap whatever that does nothing I don't know if I've ever seen such a small AP ratio. I don't know how, how many lightning strikes come down. Um, two. Oh, six times. He'll get two empowered attacks. Maybe not. It's... Oh, let me see. Reawaken. Is 
deal bonus physical damage on hit for four seconds. Yes. Um, so you could have a lot of attack speed and do a decent amount with this, but it's still... It does not. It does not. That's a not a big change. I don't really know how this number shakes out, why they chose this number, but it might be something. I don't know. It's hard to evaluate this. If you really want to see all the uh, the math of how it breaks down, go check out um, Freak and his patch rundowns. He goes through on YouTube. He has spreadsheets, and it's, it's fantastic number crunching that I don't have the time nor the expertise to do, um, nor the will, really because Freak already does a great job, so go check those out. Then Udyr's W, the Turtle Stance, formerly now it's the Boar Stance, uh, the Iron Mantle. So um, his percent HP heal was 1.2 to 1.5. Now it's always 1.2%. So, and then now his shield was 2 to 4%. It's now 2 to 3.5% of HP. And then, so not changing any of the AP ratios on this at all. Um, and his lifesteal was 15%, or it was 15% flat, now it's 15 to 20. So they're trying to distance, they're trying to reward AD Udyr players a little bit here and nerf tank Udyr a bit with these because they've gone through some durability stuff up here. They have increased AD viability through the Q. They're now increasing AD viability here because of lifesteal. You're not going to do very much damage as tank Udyr with these autos. It's going to be through your R and through the demonic, through the sunfire, um, through your shield bash on your W generally. So this is for an AD Udyr who are going Triforce, who are going Bork, who are going Prowler's Claw. If you're a psychopath, like one of John's friends that he was talking about. So, yeah. And then um, Udyrs are the Wingborn Storm. So Phoenix stance. Now it's the Cryo Phoenix. But um, they're nerfing it across the board. So 20 to 110 damage flat is, and then plus 0.4% of your AP. Now it's 20 to 100 plus 0.35%. Doing less damage on the R. That makes sense. His R does too much damage. And then damage to minions was 50 to 80% of the full damage at all levels. Uh, at levels 1, 6, 11, and 16, it ranks up. I don't know why they don't do it linearly, but okay. Um, now it's 40 to 85%. So it's going to do more damage at level 16, but that doesn't matter. It's So it breaks even at level 11. Then you're the same uh, percent for minions, but it's still going to do less damage when you're putting points into it. So... Yeah, but if you're playing AD Udyr, you're not putting more than one point in this, I don't think. So, yeah, that's, uh, and that's the patch, folks. That's 1218. Um, I doubt there's going to be any hurt, uh, micro, um, micro adjustments here. Uh, we will see, but that's about it. Um, if you have questions for the crew or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us at the feedback uh, sub-thread of the Discord. And our Discord can be found on our website or in the link below for this YouTube video. The link below right there. Um, it's included in the description. Uh, and then also you could email us at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. Um, I check those pretty regularly. So, yeah feel free to reach out to us there. Um, and then go answer the question of the week down in our question of the week thread, a uh, question of the every two weeks or so, cause we deal with it, but we're, we'll, we'll probably bring it up next week as well with our world's uh, theme discussion. And then probably the week afterwards, we'll be talking about worlds for the entirety of worlds going on. Shocking. Um, so which group draw do you think is the toughest, which is the group of death and why, um, as well as which is the tougher planes group um, and why. So, yeah, uh, let me actually add that right now. Group of death and why? 
which is the toughest um, planes? Ah, typing weirdly. Group and why? I'm just typing this on the document right here. You guys can't see, but yep. Um, cool. So I sometimes stream at Twitch.tv/na underscore Eric. Um, you can find. Uh, I know Bomo streams sometimes. Fenrir's trying to get back into streaming. John does not. Kybe hasn't done it in a while. So, yep. But. Um, yeah, you can find, but the every Tuesday we have community game night at 6 15, uh, se sorry, 7 15 Eastern time. It's 6 15 for me because I'm in Central time, uh, which would be 4 15. It starts for our Pacific folks and 5 15 for Mountain time, but um, we usually go for four, three, four, five hours, depending on what sort of turnout we get. So people on the West Coast, don't dismay. You can still get in after work. Um, yes, and then. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, and then podcasts are only recorded on Thursdays, so you can come into the uh, chat and watch and get some questions live. We didn't have any tonight, but that's totally fine. Um, I get it, and because uh, there wasn't, I mean, it's this patch sucks generally, except for Nasus is getting better in specific spots. Udir, uh, Maokai. That's about it, honestly. Like if I go back, look at this. Anything big to take away from here? Nope. Lulu. That's about it. Um, cool. So, yeah. Um, that was patch 12.18. And, uh, oh, I almost forgot. Um, thank you to all of our patrons. If you are interested in becoming a patron, we have a variety of benefits at very affordable levels. So the, the base level, you can get early notifications about tournaments. And I know we've been lagging on those, but we have um, one planned coming up for... Um, are for some time in November, December. Date still TBD, but we're going to have a sweet one and um, everyone should sign up because it's going to be cool because we haven't had one since May. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to have one coming up. Um, if you are in our... Uh, if you're a patron, then you'll be able to get an advance notice and sign up ahead of um, the non-patrons. But we would love as many people as possible to come in and sign up. Um, then uh, we, you can also get access to uh, VOD reviews, one per month, depending on the tier that you're at. You can also then get, uh, which I've done a few of those, and those have been generally quite helpful for the people. Um, and sometimes we might do them live instead of doing them recording and you know saying, oh, you know, I saw X, Y, and Z, here's the audio file back with it all. Um, I prefer to do them live. So if you're into that sort of thing, subscribe for a month and then check it out, see if you want to stick with us. Um, at the next tier or so, then you can get uh, you get access to exclusive podcasts that we do, um, as well as be able to get live coaching sessions for a few hours um, and be able to choose who you want as well of the active roster. And then at the top level, you could become a one-time guest on the podcast, assuming you have the audio quality for it. But we get to talk about whatever you want to talk about as well as whatever we would want to talk about too. But yeah, you can... You can come beyond this fantastic pod that we 
Um, I was about to call Spaceship Earth from Neil deGrasse Tyson there. I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine while I've been sick today, um, which is leaving Hulu on Monday. Very sad, but it's going to be on Peacock still. It's a fantastic show. Um, anyways, this has been Patch 12.18 and Episode 781. Thank you all for tuning in and watching slash listening, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. And be sure to tune in next week. Peace! Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes to give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found at Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided.